0: What's up, everybody? This is DWC, episode seventeen, week seventeen of the NFL. Only got one more episode of the regular season, and then we'll go right into playoff talk and playoff picture. Not everything is set in stone yet. Still, some uh, like in the AFC, NFC number one is not secured, and the wildcards nowhere near being close to secured. Um, some people have secured, some teams have secured playoff spots, but seating is all over the place. And that kind of parody is why we love the NFL. But make sure that you guys can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. And this will be tweeted out tomorrow. Um I dropped the episodes after we finish recording, but the official like tweet will be out tomorrow uh, along with and you know if this We've been so close on our bets. We always t- tweet out bets for the night games. Um, this one's going to be probably one of the hardest ones we've done um, because of the uncertainty for the Jets' offense and then all the people out for the Browns. Um, so if we hit on this shit, that will be a fucking miracle. But we're going to go ahead and get into the noteworthy games of the week. We're going to start off with the lines. And the Vikings.
1: Man, this this game was all over the place, wasn't it? Turnover fest. Hey, I ain't never seen Nick Mullins throw for four hundred yards in my entire life. And it always looks—it just looks like it hurts every time he has to throw beyond thirty yards.
0: Yeah, it's the only like. It's what's funny about this game. Is obviously you know you guys know me. I'm a Bama fan, so it was a nice Jameer Gibbs coming out party. Um, the highlight of him shaking out the defender has um, been viral, and I've been loving it. Uh, my favorite one I've seen is uh, what was it? He shook that. He shook that boy into laying on the couch and watching the reruns of uh, Invincible. Ah. The way he fell down, he was just like it looked like he was literally chilling on the couch. But I mean Amon Ra 12, 106. Uh, Jeff Justin Jefferson six for one forty-one. Which is insane when you think about it. Usually if someone gets like over a hundred yards, they're getting hella receptions. Like Amon Ra. He yeah, had twelve for one oh six. So Justin Jefferson only had fucking six for one forty one. Um, the the Vikings offense was so weird because like th- this tells you really how bad and I keep forgetting like obviously Kirk Cousins is not on this Vikings team
2: cuz he's so injured, good with them
0: and they'd be amazing with him but like I I feel like at least myself I don't know if anybody else is with me but myself I keep forgetting like how mid nick mullins is not in the sense of like oh my god the vikings have a chance but i'm just like like when i watch the vikings i'm like in the back of my mind i know that's nick mullins but i'm like who the hell is that i was like who the fuck yeah is that? this man threw for 400 yards thirty six times 400 yards And there's four picks.
1: I mean, it's really, to me, it's really the average here. Like, he only had 22 completions and threw for 411 yards. That's 11 yards per pass that was completed. That is ridiculous.
0: Without, and we'll talk about it later in the headlines, but without their tight end for the back half of that game. Yeah. Um, The most alarming thing to me, like, the Lions' defense is just so weird because, like, Nick Mullins will throw for 411 yards on 22 completions, right? But they fucking stonewall this any attempt of rushing. Ty Chandler had the most rushing yards, which was 17. Like, the Vikings quickly got rid of any chance of trying to have a run game. Uh, Madison got hurt, which I think he's not. He's not the guy anyway. But, I, you know, Ty Chandler isn't either, so I think the Vikings might uh, look into a running back. Uh, I don't really know about drafting one, and certainly not one this high, um, like a high first-round pick.
2: You know how we feel about first-round running backs, but, I mean, Jameer Gibbs has been... But I mean
0: still taking him number that how high what was he six, taking him how high he was is fucking crazy. Or it was like ten or something. How how he was drafted is crazy. But this but Jameer Gibbs I think is the number one should have been the number one running back. I'm liking what the Lions are doing for Jameer Gibbs and I think the Falcons need to follow suit. If you draft someone this high, you need to feature them more, Um, especially if once you draft someone like that, like a Gibbs or a Bijan, you have to, for the sake of the fans and the sake of the media, you have to showcase them to show them why you drafted them this high, because that's already like a taboo pick. Um,
1: well I think which, they're starting to do that now Yeah,
0: but... which I'm glad they are and I need the Falcons to do that shit too but Lions I mean it is Kelly on a team because Nick Mullins threw four picks right and I know like it's four picks but people do not realize like four picks not only is fucking crazy right but you're giving the offense, like you're giving the ball back to the Lions, and for the Lions to only have won by six points is crazy. Yeah, like, I mean, he's giving you four extra opportunities.
1: Yeah, this this game was nasty. There was five turnovers. There was only five total punts in the game. So, I mean, the time of possession tells you the story too, because the Lions had 38 minutes of possession time, and the Vikings only had 21 and they were still within six points. That just means... To me, it just shows the Lions would stall out or have long drives and not get points from it. And then on the opposite side, the Vikings would either score or they would turn it over. That was it. That was all that was happening for them. (laughs) And it was, like I said, it was big play, big play, big play, big play. That's how the Vikings would score. That's going to be a problem for the Lions in the playoffs. Defense is usually... They tend to tighten up in the playoffs for whatever reason. Everyone's just amped up more, I guess. But I would say this is pretty concerning for the, or for the Lions. The Vikings, to me, after this game, I think they're probably done. I don't think they really – they have an outside shot to make the playoffs still. And I think they play – will they play the Lions one more time too? Yeah, the end of the, the
0: end of this. Season. Yeah, so
1: they got the Packers, Lions. They need to win that Packers game. Lions might be sitting people depending on what happens with the played, seeding. They Dallas next week or this week. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean the Lions technically are still fighting for the one seed, so they're probably going to play out the rest of their games. And I'm assuming the Vikings are not going to win that week. 18 game. No. But yeah, I don't. I mean, this is how the Vikings – this is how the Lions have been all year. They either lose fairly easily, like, get beat pretty bad by a better team than them, or they're in a shootout. Like, that's it. Those are the only two options.
0: Yeah. And they're – they need to – honestly, it's too, like, any any option for the Lions going forward – In the playoffs is already bad. If they can like, this this would be insane if for them because you know all of the, I mean, given how much the Lions like win these kind of games, where we we're like an eleven and four team should easily be blowing out the bad teams or the teams that don't like. The after watching the Vikings with Nick Mullins and with Joshua Dobbs, I hope people realize, like, how much Kirk Cousins meant to this team.
2: Oh, my
1: God, yeah.
0: In, in offense and everything, like, it's insane. But So unfortunate. The Lions are kind of – the Lions, unless they can get the ones, which is not – it's not impossible. If the Lions could get the one seed, they'd be sitting the best because right now where they're sitting at number three – I think two, three, and four is can be detrimental for the Lions because if they're two right now, say like the playoffs ended right now, um, if they're if they're two, they'd be playing the Seahawks, we have already beat them, right? And I think uh. the, the way the Seahawks run their shit is would they would beat the Lions. Lions are at three right now; they'd be playing the Rams, and we know. Like,
1: play your way out Nick, of that game, please. Because you do not want to see them.
0: Yeah. If Nick Mullins can throw for four hundred, Lord knows what Matt Stafford can do. You know, and if they if they fall down to four, which wouldn't happen, uh, that's impossible. But if they fell to four, then they'd play whoever the Eagles or the Cowboys, which is another L. Yeah. There's always a team, at least to me, that is up in a high seating and then they fuck around and lose to a low seating. And this year could be the Lions if they don't get their shit together. To me, both of the teams uh that this could happen to are right at the three spot. Each one, Lions or Chiefs. So the Lions are eleven and four. You know, if they even if they drop this Dallas game, they'll beat the uh the Vikings, I believe if they don't send anybody they'll beat the Vikings and they're 12 and 5. you can't be 12 and 5 losing you know to a 10 and 7 or a 9 and 18. but it could yeah. it could be possible given the matchups um I if I if I'm the betting man and you know how the NFL loves agendas I'm thinking this Lions Ram is a lock play each other Jared God playing against fucking Matt Stafford Matt Stafford going back home to the fucking Detroit like
2: oh yeah they couldn't have made it any better you ain't wrong about that that's what it's gonna be (laughs) the
1: script writers
0: yeah the script writers you know the NFL script I wish we would have gotten that that pamphlet (sighs) that all the other players got we're gonna go ahead and segue into the cowboys And the Dolphins. Um, I picked the Dolphins in this game. Uh, Repicked the Cowboys. Not how I thought the game was going to go for either of these teams. I mean, this was just a kicking fest. Jason Sanders had five field goals. Um, I'm a little bitter about that. I mean, the Dolphins did win, but I'm still pissed about that because the dude I played in the semifinals and lost to had Jason Sanders. And Jason Sanders made one, two, three, three fucking field goals over 50 yards. And yeah, he was smoking them. So that's how I lost my shit. <laughs> Fuck me. But uh, other than that, the, the, the stats were... Sloppy. The stats were eerily similar to each other. Uh, rushing yards only different by six. Yards per play only different by .3.
2: Passing yards only different by what is that? 42. Like the game was just like
0: there's a bunch of like how do I say this? But I mean the um both both teams um stalled the I think the rushing, they just got rid of the rushing early on. I mean Raheem only had eleven and Tony Pollard had twelve. Situational. You know how I feel about fucking Tony Pollard. You know, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's it was basically just two of the same team to me. These are these are the same Fraud teams right here. Frog bowl. And it was just like a back and forth of just mediocrity, you know, four twelve from third down for the cowboys, booty butt cheeks, 6-13 <laughs> from the fucking third third down efficiency from the dolphins. It was it just
1: really, I mean a
0: boring ass game.
1: Yeah, it, it wasn't the fireworks that everyone was hoping for. I think it really just came down to not finishing. And we've we've seen these two teams in particular score. I think they're one and two in points per game, are they not? Mm-hmm. Uh maybe the 49ers are second. But I know these two are in the top three. And I'm not even like maybe the Dolphins defense is good. Dallas' defense is by no means anything impressive yes they have michael parsons yes they have deron bland who are making plays every once in a while but it's not like they don't let up a lot of yards so it was really like a bend don't break type of game for both defenses and i think the defenses came out on top in this game in terms of not not letting up touchdowns which like you said sucks for all the fans because we were like oh yeah we got a good matchup the game was still entertaining. It just wasn't high scoring, which is what we wanted. Um, but, yeah, I don't – I mean, this is kind of expected. I didn't expect the game to be this low scoring, but I expected it to be close. Um, shout out the Dolphins for winning because this is their first win against a team over 500, <laughs> so good for them. <laughs> I doubted them. Now I need them to do it again this week against the Ravens, which I doubt is going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't have a good feeling about either of these teams for the playoffs.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you said, it was just the, the Cowboys just got unlucky that Jason Sanders was good at kicking that night. Cause realistically, I mean, you stopped the dolphins from entering the red zone multiple times. I mean, he had to kick a 57-yarder, a 52-yarder, and a 54-yarder. And this is one of those kicks, they lose the game. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, both of these teams were just not good getting into the red zone. Um, The the Cowboys scored off a CD having a 49-yard pass. I mean, not until the second quarter they were able to. Raheem had a four-yard pass into the red zone. Which, while I was watching this game, I was thinking... I don't know why it took me fucking seventeen weeks to to come to this conclusion because it never even entered my mind. But I was like, you know, for the Dolphins, for as good as their weapons are, and I love you know I love the Dolphins' offense. I think they have a lot of great weapons. But how's that? I was watching the game, and you know them, and this is this is more than just this game. I was watching past games and previous games, previous
2: highlights. They really don't have a oh. red zone threat. Yeah. Like because of cause their wide receivers are so short.
1: Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that.
0: Because <laughs> I mean we're throwing bat and you know, Tyree Kill is, you know, a top two talent. You know, if you told me at the end of his career, if you told me that he would be up there in your decisions on like, of all time, what wide receivers you want in your lifetime. If you said Tyreek Hill, I wouldn't be, like, completely like, oh, you're smoking cock. You know what I mean? I mean, obviously, <laughs> people would pick Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, yeah. those Calvin Johnson, those kind of people. But, I mean, we're throwing back-shoulder fades. We're throwing over-the-top fades to Tyreek, and Tyreek's 5'10". To Cedric Wilson. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, who is their tight end?
1: Do they even have a tight end? Smythe, bro. Like, legitimately, they do not use tight ends. Like Mike McDaniel does not use tight ends.
0: No. And you would think, like Mike is actually 6'6". Six, six. I'm like, okay, this is their red zone target, and they got rid of him, or they didn't sign him, or whatever. And I'm like, I'm in my head, I'm like, because when you're watching, when you're watching these, and I, you know. I, I tune in the Dolphins games. You tune in the Dolphins games. So, like when I'm saying this, maybe you're you're thinking this too. When you're when they're throwing these back shoulder fades, ten and in, I'm like, and t- and uh, not coming down with this. I'm like, bro, what? Like it has to be a bad pass, something. I'm like, wait a second, it's not. This dude's just five ten. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's what it is. He's he's literally just five ten. You're throwing him. You're running him to the corner. A five ten dude to the corner.
1: They really have no answer down there. And I think a lot of the games that they've struggled in this year is when the defense of the other team takes away their run game because I think they rely on the run game a lot towards the goal line or like 15 yards and in or red zone and in. They rely on that run game because, like you said, they don't have a threat for the end zone. Have you ever like – because the hardest area to score is about where the 10-yard line is to the Mm -hmm. end zone because it gets so tight. On the field, and it's easier for defenders to like sit in space.
0: You ain't got to worry about that back end
1: because the back end is the end zone
0: one. Yeah, exactly.
1: So, like when a super explosive offense that has all speed is they can't blow the top off anymore, you only have 10 yards and in. It's so much easier to defend those guys. So, they rely, Miami relies on the run, but teams like the Bills, who play them two times a year, um, Dallas did the same thing. They did well when Miami got to the red zone. Um, it, like I said, bend don't break. That's how you beat Miami. It seems like yeah, they they this just ended the up offense, scoring. Yeah, yeah. The offense to replicate. And and the Cowboys' offense definitely did struggle through the second and third quarter of the game. They came up big on the last drive. They had it was like a 17 point drive or something. <laughs> Made the plays when it happened. I'm not faulting Dak for this loss. Yes, they struggled throughout the game but he also got it done on that last drive that he had a chance. Yeah, um, They just left too much time on the clock, which is crazy because it was a 17-play, like, eight-minute drive. So yeah. the fact that there was still three minutes on the clock, we probably figured Miami was going to win this game. But, yeah, it was to me it was a good game. I just think, like you said, the Dolphins have things to figure out in the red zone for sure because against yeah. the better teams, they – Stunt them so much, and they can't get; they just cannot get in there.
0: Yeah, especially with if you don't have a QB that it that can ad lib, because the only way I can see that, and I'm not shitting on Tua. Everybody knows I love Tua. Two is my guy. You know, he should be. He should still be in conversations for MVP. I think top six, but because Brock Purdy fell off a cliff. Like, but um, the only way for that to work in the red zone, and it is if your QB can ad-lib, if your QB can make that defensive player miss. Um, and Tua can't do that because of his archetype, his body, he would just kind of like crumble. So, if your QB can't ad-lib and give the wide receiver with their speed time enough to run across the sideline, then yeah. you're kind of just cooked.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, Ultimately, people like Allen and Mahomes are going to even Deshaun, are going to have more success in the red zone because they can extend plays, and Tua really can't do that.
0: Yeah. So I don't know if any of the NFL scouts are listening to the podcast, but we just gave you guys tips on how to stop the all Dolphins in the red zone. Uh-oh. If you, you know, credit, <sighs> yeah. us. credit us <laughs> if that happens. Um, now we're going to go to a very interesting game. Um the Raiders and the Chiefs. The Raiders beat the Chiefs 20-14. to
1: let me, let me lead this one off. And in a
0: hilarious... <laughs> <one>.
1: <laughs> it's a sad day. <laughs> They're completely ruining my favorite player in the league, Patrick Mahomes. And I'm now we start... It
0: before his very eyes.
1: Yeah, I'm watching the downfall before my very eyes where they put in no pieces to help him on the offensive side of the ball. Travis Kelsey clearly did nothing but drink and hang out with Taylor Swift in the (laughs) offseason. Because I swear to God that man has bricks in his shoes right now. He's also flopping around because he can't get any separation when he does get the one-on-one coverage. Man, it's a sad day. This offense, like, I've, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, this offense reminds me a lot of Cleveland's the last, like, eight years. Just horrendous. People don't even know where they're like going. Like the receivers, the skill positions, they they're confused. They have to take timeouts. They false start all the time. I'm like, what is happening? Like, I've never seen such a poorly, I don't even know if it's coached or poorly put together team that Andy Reid has had in his entire career. Cause this is like it's a tough watch. Watching the Chiefs is so hard.
2: <laughs> and it's not,
1: it's not even like. Like, yeah, their offense just isn't that good. But when you watch receivers constantly drop touchdowns, like that has me questioned in life. When Patrick Mahomes puts it on somebody and they just – it just hits them with the hands and it falls to the ground. Like I would I, – Patrick Mahomes is better than me. Like to get to week 16 and now you start freaking out like this, like I would have been freaking out week five. Winning, losing, I don't give a fuck. I would have been freaking out because this this group is just not good enough to win anything in the AFC playoffs. And them not having home field advantage, you know what, fuck it. I don't even think home field advantage would have mattered. I, I really don't. I don't think they can win against any of the top four or five teams in the AFC.
2: Yeah, I'd literally, if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I'm literally that fucking Kendrick Lamar uh
0: clip when he's just
2: <sighs>
0: this fucking scream because what it's it's like it didn't hit me and you you were you were onto this before I was because I was shrouded in the mystified as they said by just Patrick Mahomes this is the best quarterback both of us have ever seen in our lives in terms
2: of talent everything this man's perfect yeah but it didn't come to my mind that them
0: losing Juju, they lost their best wide receiver. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> because I'm thinking I'm like, okay, they lost Juju, but never in my mind I was like, they're going to walk out. I didn't. It didn't come to me that they were going to walk out with this group. I was always in the back of my mind. They're gonna, you know, anytime wide receiver trade talks are happening before the season, Chiefs, Chiefs number one interested, Chiefs top three interested. I'm like, they're gonna get somebody. I, can't, There's I still no can't shot. believe they did it. There's no shot you don't walk out with somebody. Um and it's just been an ultimate failure. I don't know what it is. Um I truly, I truly need to call into the intellect of some of these wide receivers. I don't know <laughs> if Andy Reid's play calling is just too complicated, but like, it's fifty percent plays and fifty percent ad lib. Like Patrick Mahomes is gonna have some off script stuff, and you just need to get open. But even the ones that get open, they drop the ball. So like, and they had another offensive offsides from MVS.
1: Or they can't they can't find the soft spot in the zone, the receivers.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I, know if they're just too jumpy or what. Yeah. And I don't even, even know. Even when they get the soft spot, read they're not catching the ball. It's, yeah, it's like well, it's like, what the fuck? And in like you said, Patrick Mahomes is better than me, and this is why I'm not an NFL quarterback, <sighs> let alone one of the greatest NFL quarterbacks to play the game. Because I would have been cussing out so many people. It would have been crazy. Imagine if Tom, if this was Tom Brady, we would have had so many clips. This is this is why Pat is is like perfect for like the median stuff. Tom Brady we would have gotten so many clips of him cussing out all these fucking wide receivers. And my my thing is like some of these wide receivers I dead ass and I don't mean some, I mean Kadarius Tony. I dead ass don't
1: think he cares, bro. No, that, I don't I can't I can't even defend him right now. It's actually crazy <laughs> how important he was last year to their Super Bowl run and then now he's just like a bottom five receiver in the league. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it's even – I just, I just can't even with this. One, I always bitch about the Jets and their coaching malpractice. This was – this is up there for this year and just yeah. horrendous decision-making. Just, just the fact that Andy Reid and the front office were comfortable going into the season with this receiver group and getting past the deadline, the trade deadline with this receiver yeah. group. I don't understand – And watching the game, you really just watch Patrick Mahomes like hold on to the football forever. Like, he is, he is, it's either catching up to him now that he's not comfortable throwing to them, even when they are open. Uh, like to me, it's a few things. So, one, I think he's trying to do the absolute most at all times, yeah, because because he has to, Mm -hmm. two, I think he doesn't trust his receivers and that's why he's holding onto the football so long. Um, Or three, like, and I think it's making him second guess himself. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like he sees a guy open. He's like, Oh, I'm just going to wait. It, and it's a guy open that just dropped a pass, the um, pass before or a possession before, you know, like mm-hmm. I think it's starting to get in his head just a little bit. And it's starting to show with how he has played also, because I mean, he definitely didn't have a great game by any means. He threw that pick six. um, He fumbled. But, like, all this is just, to me, throughout the season has just been piling on top of each other. And, like, what can we expect from anybody at this point, you know? Yeah.
0: I mean, overall, we can say, besides, I think, Lamar Jackson has been the exception as of now, that the QB play has been...
1: Ass this year. Well, you could even argue. I mean, Lamar really hasn't played that. He's yeah, had yeah. moments of greatness, but he has not played consistently think, great throughout the I
0: year. think this, yeah, this game was just like one of his like elite games. I mean, the sidearm, yeah, we'll get into it later. But um like, I'm watching Pat Mahomes, and even Pat Mahomes is sailing some of these balls. And I'm not saying every QB is perfect, but I'm like, you would just expect him to be on target.
1: I will say his O line this year. This might be his worst O line. I told you, bro. Those tackles are so bad. I mean, he and is it's running. Not,
0: it's not even the 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 penalties. They have just been so bad.
1: He is running for his damn life. I bet his over on rushing attempts, and he. I should have bet way more than his over. <laughs> Ten yeah. carries. Was he a running back?
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. I literally and. You know, I'm not. I I hope, you know, I pray that it is coaching malpractice. I pray that the coaching has been bad and they're, you know, getting new coaches next year or something. Because if it's not the coaching. They really got a bunch of dumb asses then, because honestly, you you know, play calling, play calling can be hard and simple depending on the play caller. But. If I'm if this is my job and I'm making millions of dollars to do this job, I'm going to get these plays right. I'm going to at least get 90 percent of them right. And no doubt. on, you know, the in the, the part that pisses me off. Right. About this game. Aiden Connell went nine of twenty-one for sixty-two yards.
1: No, it's it's crazy. We're talking about this game, and we have yet to talk about the Raiders. <laughs>
0: Literally, I have seen he didn't complete a pass. Wide receivers, night. some wide receivers, wide receivers average more yards per game than this man through today, and they won. Or yep. the other day, and they won. Nine of twenty-one. He didn't. They said he didn't complete a pass in the last maybe three quarters of the game. And that is insane. Passing yards. Two, Pat had 223 in uh, it, with the, you know, contributed sacks and everything. 48. Yeah. That's
2: ridiculous.
0: Shout out, Zemir White, 22-145. No touchdowns. So, I know people really enjoyed that in fantasy. Um, but... In PPR leagues, but
2: like Devontae, one of four, like if I'm the Chiefs defense, bruh, what
0: the fuck?
2: Yeah, What Well, to me,
0: and my my thing is if they're if they're if if it's taking like, and th- this is this is the game where I'm like Andy Reid, you doing too much. Like they're already struggling to move the ball, that that trick that, like, play they were trying to run that resulted in a scoop and score, y'all doing too much, bro. Boy,
1: if Stefanski ran that shit in that in that particular moment, there would be bomb threats to Cleveland Browns Stadium.
0: Y'all are doing too much. Y'all <laughs> are doing way too much, bro. There would be APBs out for some of these coaches <sighs> if they ran that shit. So some of these coaches would get stabbed. You can get away with out. it
1: with sustained success. That's yeah. Um, I think yeah. To wrap shit up, uh, I think Antonio Pierce should definitely get the head coaching job. Oh yeah,
2: oh, yeah. I mean he's
1: got these boys going full speed. He's got Raiders that defense locked. Coaches in. Are just elite. Yeah, he's, got, he's got this defense honest. locked in. Yeah, if they had any type of QB play, we're talking a playoff team right here. Yeah, and who he's knows? A, they're, after this win, they are back in the race. A slim chance, but they're back in it by winning that game. So shout out shout out the Raiders.
2: Yeah, I
0: mean, he's he's been amazing. If they can get like you said, they just need a revamp offense. Hopefully they you know, whoever if their coordinator's good, I really don't know because I don't know with this offense, but if they can get a revamped and just keep Pierce as the coach, that'd be great. Um but yeah, the wide receivers Chiefs need to. This is the draft. This is perfect, man. Chiefs need to go ahead, and I, I wholeheartedly think they need to. Even with how deep the wide receiver room is going is going to be for the draft, I think they need to. If if the buzz for this guy isn't too high and they don't have to move too high, I think they need to go get. But it, it could it it could be impossible. I think they need to go get Malik Neighbors. I think Malik Neighbors is one of them ones. And it pains me to say this as an LSU player, but they need to go get Malik Neighbors, Cam Coleman, you know, somebody, cause holy fuck. And please get somebody over six foot, bro. Yeah,
2: that can could. actually
0: play the game the of
1: football. Right for sure.
0: As of some of these wide receivers, even the Patrick Mahomes, like the pick the pick mm-hmm. to Jack Jones. Hilarious, by the way. He's a funny-ass motherfucker, but when you see that play, the wide receiver takes so long to get into his break. Jack is like, okay, this is, this is going to him. Like, If I cut this, he can't do anything else. So, shout out the Raiders. The Raiders always get one on the, on the Chiefs. Yeah, they do. The Chiefs can like beat up most of the other teams in the division, but the Raiders always get one. So, yeah, shout out the Raiders. Um, we'll go ahead and go to the last game of our noteworthy games. Um, still a mini blowout, but still was very interesting for all of the, you know, this was a huge media kind of game. The Ravens at the 49ers, Ravens won 33 to 19.
1: Nasty. What? I mean, this to me was Lamar's best game of the year. And it wasn't even like, realistically, what this came down to to me was, one team has their franchise QB, and one team doesn't. Let's start a dialogue. <laughs>
0: Starting a dialogue.
1: Um Yeah, I just, I just Lamar played unreal. Like time there was a little bit of pressure, he got out of it. Anytime you thought or the offense was going backwards because of a stupid penalty, he got the first down. I was like, what the fuck? Like, if I'm watching this game as a Niners fan, I would be fucking triggered. (laughs) I mean, there was numerous times it was fucking second and long, third and long, and this motherfucker would make a play. And I'm not going to lie,
2: the receivers are, I'm not going to say
1: underrated,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: but they've gotten a a whole hell of a lot better than the start of the year. And they've grown and... He's starting to get a rapport with them now. So they look every bit as good as the best team in the, in the league. They went to San Francisco. It's not like they had a home game. And they put it on them.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, this game, at least you could probably vouch for the same. Um, this game has done, did nothing but piss me off. In the sense of, y'all. somebody could have drafted this man other than the fucking Ravens. Like, why did he have to go to the fucking Ravens? Why didn't somebody just make... And, you know, it's, it's not on one of our headlines, but numerous teams publicly told, told the media they're out on Lamar. We're not signing Lamar. We're not going to try to sign Lamar. Let, we, let
1: we're not going Raven... we're not, we're not to name drop some of these shitty franchises <laughs> right now, but... I'm going to name drop one. The Falcons, fuck you all, dude. Uh, I'll name drop another. Ron Rivera's bitch ass and the Washington Commanders.
2: <laughs>
1: the <fuck laughs> publicly. Was not, just, not just didn't even um, aqua- like um try to even reach out. They publicly denounced Lamar Jackson and said, we will not go after this man.
0: Which is crazy. Which is a crazy thing to do. If you don't want to go after somebody, you just don't say anything. <laughs> like, like what? They publicly said, we do not want him. Falcons were like, we are fine with Ritter like and you see what hell they're in now. I hope Ron Rivera just is a couch potato for the rest of his life. He does not need another coaching job no he but needs fired. he's horrible the 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 thing that I've seen out of the Ravens that I was not expecting it was not on my bingo card just from the and I think I think being in Los Angeles. Really helped Odell. I did not think Odell was going to be this veteran to bring the you know this likable veteran bringing everybody together in that wide receiver room. From what we've seen on the Giants and what we saw on the Browns, I was like, "Oh, this dude's just immature." But I think I really think that that year or two with the Rams really, really like not fucked him up. Really helped him understand being a veteran.
1: He understands because, what it takes to win now, too. Yeah.
0: So. He, he's definitely there for, you know, the clutch catches. He doesn't need his, as they say. But, I mean, and I was in when at, at the draft. I didn't publicly say it on that podcast, but I definitely told Reed. At the draft, when the Ravens got Zay, I was like, fuck. Because <sighs> I knew Zay was going to be good. Yeah, And I was like, God damn it. Like, Chargers, what are y'all doing? Y'all could have had this, man. But, yeah, Lamar, fucking amazing game. Just like you said, if you're a 49ers fan, you'd be pissed watching this game. How many times did did they almost have him in the backfield? They almost had
1: him. We've been watching it for four years. (laughs) Two times a year. You're lucky you only get to play him once. Yeah. It's definitely a top five most annoying matchup the entire year for yeah. when I watch games.
0: You'll fucking hurdle, high step, the arm tackles at the legs. Like I'll never forget.
1: I'll never forget the game. It was two years ago on, like, Monday night. Lamar threw four picks, okay? Mm-hmm. We don't win. It was, like, 17 to 13 or something, even with Lamar throwing four picks. But there was one specific play where he got out of Jadavion Clowney's hands and then he dodged Miles Garrett, and he threw like a touchdown from like fifteen to twenty yards out on like a fourth down or something. And fucking Jadavian Clowney literally took his helmet off and slammed it on the middle of the field, like right after the play. Like that—that that just sums up perfectly what playing Lamar is. Yeah, there's no fucking comp to this man at all. He has a cannon of an arm, and he's faster than any other QB that's ever played the game.
0: And he's he's really excelled on his, from at least what I've seen on the against the Forty ers he really excelled on his processing, and and the the fact is when he makes his decision, it's fucking quick. He'll rocket that shit.
2: Yeah, he's is, not on the waste time. He,
0: he does not waste time and think, oh, maybe this other look. Once he sees it, he fucking rockets it. So, you know, shout out to everybody that had Zay Flowers or Kittle in your. Betting. I feel like every time we don't bet someone, they fucking go off. Get 07 0126 when he got his shit in the, in the early. Um, and, you know, we're not spending this noteworthy game glazing Lamar Jackson. I'm going to shit on Brock Purdy, bro. Everything has been handed to you, bro, on this team. What the fuck are you doing? Throwing four picks. You have no business doing that, bro. This is not you, you not only did you tank your MVP odds, which I didn't think you should be the MVP anyway, but this was just such an ass game for Purdy. And Purdy was like talking to Shanahan, yo, can I come back? Shanahan was like, bro, for you to throw another pick? It's not. We rolling out with Sam Donald, Brody. And what did Sam Donald do? Threw a touchdown. I was like, oh, Man.
1: System QB.
0: This course is gonna get nasty. Yeah,
1: it's it's unfortunate because I don't. I'm not out on Purdy, like I said. Let's start a dialogue. But I was just kind of fucking around. No, he's, I'm not out either. He's just. It's just like. A, I mean, he's the last pick. He's yeah, last I mean, pick. there really are no expectations for him, and he's already exceeded any draft value, positional value he's ever had. So, yeah. um, I'm not worried about that. Everyone has bad games, like. Lamar Jackson, like I just said, had a four-pick game. You know what I mean? Like, no one was ever like, oh, he's the worst QB of all time after that game. Um, What was I going to say? I do want to talk about Shanahan, though. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is some nasty stuff here, okay? Shanahan's 0-37. Went
2: down by eight-plus points in the fourth quarter.
1: That's nasty.
2: No, no comeback from him.
1: No comebacks at all. Like, that's so nasty to even think about. I just – I don't know. Like, is he a coach that has to be doing – like, everything has to be going right for them to win games? You would think with – Like, the biggest games. Like, they have to have a lead. They have to always have a lead to win the game.
0: Yeah. I mean, you would think with this team that they would be – they would excel at coming back but I mean there's not I mean there's not a lot of times that the 49ers are trailing by eight or more in the fourth quarter but you would think with this team and any of the teams that shanahan has had that offensively offensive wise that they would at least make an attempt you would at least get one game but oh of 37. So if if you're down by eight, you're just done. Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing. There's no hope. Nothing. Might as well put in the second team. And people think of like, you know, everybody has flaws. Everybody thinks like, oh, these coaches are perfect. But 037 is fucking alarming. That is ass. If you lose, you lose. <laughs> there ain't, there ain't no ain't no miracle, no coming back. And I mean, I didn't think they were going to come back, but if it wasn't for Sam Darnold, I mean,
2: it would be 33 to 11 or 33 to 33 to 12. Like,
0: that's how bad the 49ers played. And, I you know, I don't think the I think the 49ers will still, are still my NFC favorite, you know, to get, to go to the Super Bowl. But.
2: It's 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 been a weird year because the best team just
0: absolutely shits on anybody you think can be competition. Yeah. It is insane. The 49ers absolutely smoked Eagles, Cowboys,
2: and fucking they walk around and get fucking smoked by the Ravens. And
0: I think you know. I, Party will play next week. I know he had a stinger, but he'll play. But I still yeah. think you guys can make the Super Bowl. But I, but it, is there? And Trent Williams was out. And this is the only. This is the only time where I vividly saw if one. Because usually, if I, I usually I'm on the side of one guy on the offensive line does not make the offensive line. But you vividly saw Trent Williams makes this offensive line.
1: It's actually nasty. Like I'm, I'm, I'm over it. I'm fucking over that whole thing. Like the 49ers without Debo and Trent looked like fodder to everyone else. Right? Yeah. They lost three in a row. <clears throat> that shit was rough to even watch. But it really is like, how can two guys like that make such a big difference? When I'm watching teams like the Browns or. Fuck the Bengals even winning games with 11 starters on IR. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's sickening to watch this. Are they – are the 49ers and one, I want to talk about how the 49ers talk all this shit. They talk all this shit constantly in their little NFC bubble, and then they play the AFC, specifically probably the most hard-nosed division in football, the AFC North, and they get fucking bully-balled by all three teams. Except for one. Yeah, we got smoked. Y'all, y'all got smoked, but like the other three teams in the North completely, they were way more physical. They outplayed them on both sides of the ball. Like, what? Maybe, maybe we've gotten it all wrong about what this 49ers team actually is. Maybe they're a lot more talk than they are anything else.
0: I could see it. I could see a lot of like, like, you have the hard hitters. You have Trent. You got Fred. You got fucking. The, you got Bosa. Um, I don't know why am I blanking on it? You got Chase now. um, You got George. Like, those people can talk.
2: But then you got these mediocre motherfuckers yapping. And then they're getting cooked. Yeah. And. I mean, I think if. I think like the 49ers are good at taking like, the. I think the 49ers are good
0: at taking, which I think the Ravens figured this out. I think the 49ers are good at taking like, like you won't have too many deep shots over them. But the intermediate, bro. I mean, Lamar just walked them down.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, he would get chunk plays of like eight to fifteen yards. Either on his legs
0: it. or fucking throwing it, bro. Like it was crazy. I was like, "Man," and and it's and it's so demoralizing. Like you're like, all right, Lamar's walking down. They just scored or field goal, whatever. Four Niners are, you know, get the ball back, and it's just immediately pick. It ain't no march it down pick. It's
1: immediately pick. No, yeah, that didn't help the defense at all.
0: Clowney had a great game. Clowney was getting after it. Like I said, it, it's wild how one person literally makes the line. I mean, linemen were going out left and right against the 49ers. The Ravens front four were just bullying them all fucking night. Embarrassment. They yeah. should be embarrassed. I feel bad for it. They play the Commanders next week. Lord help the Commanders. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be. They got absolutely embarrassed.
1: Yeah, that's bad.
0: Oh lord! But yeah, Ravens look fucking scary. Um, they just need to win this one game and lock it down. They lock down the the number
1: one spot. So I think the Ravens look scary to everyone but the Browns right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, even even the scariest teams always have a team that they struggle against or always have a team that's like, and usually it's the team in division because you see them twice every year. You know um, what they run.
1: It's literally, it's going to be if the Ravens don't have the one locked up after this week and the Ravens have to play the Steelers, like all their starters, people are going to realize real quick that the Steelers are more of a threat to the Ravens than the 49ers are on any given week, which is the nastiest thing to say. But if you ever watch an AFC North game, it's always a ridiculous, like some kind of ridiculously physical and nasty football game.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Like as soon as you step into the AFC North, people just forget how to play. Yeah, It's so weird. Somebody you can literally walk and, you know, Average 252 touchdowns against another in the NFC team. I mean, Lamar's record in the NFC is fucking disgusting. He's only lost one time, which is so gross. That's walk into so fucking Pittsburgh too. and you lose. Like, they've, uh, they've lost to us. One of their three games is look a at loss their, look to at, the Steelers. I was,
1: I was talking to my dad about this. Look at their losses. They lost to the Colts. Gardner Minshew, it was his first start, I'm pretty sure. Then they lost to the Steelers at the Steelers, and it was like a what, 17-10? to Yeah. Some type of low-scoring game. And then they lost to the Browns when the Browns came back by 15 points in the fourth quarter. Their losses are actually horrible. (laughs) They should be undefeated the way they've played against other teams. But two of their losses are fucking AFC North teams. I'm not surprised by that at all. They don't want to see the, – the Ravens' worst-case scenario is seeing a North team in the playoffs. Other than that, if they don't see the Browns, they don't see the Bengals, they don't see the Steelers, whoever makes it out of those three, I'm confident they can make the Super Bowl. Yeah. It's but they don't want to Ravens. see – The Ravens here, yeah. They don't want to see Flacco in that playoffs. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's the worst-case scenario for them.
0: If you're the Ravens, if you lock up this – Do you let – you don't play your starters? You let potentially potentially the Steelers, your rival, get in?
1: That's the thing. You have to weigh – I guess if you have a chance to knock them out, that's one thing, but you also have an extra – you would have two weeks to rest your starters Mm -hmm. if you sat them against the
0: Steelers. That'd be nice.
1: Yeah, so just like the Browns this week, if they win, they lock up a spot, we can rest our starters week 18. And Lord knows fucking we need to because every week – We have new people put on IR, so we'll see. Like like I said, if the Ravens lose, they're playing for their lives the next week because the Browns and the Dolphins both have a shot at the one seed. Mm
2: -hmm. And then the Dolphins will have that head-to-head.
1: Oh, yeah, I think the Dolphins would get the one seed. I think the Dolphins and Ravens are playing for the one seed this week. And then it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if the Dolphins were to lose and beat the Ravens or if they – yeah, because if they beat the Ravens, they'd have the same record even if they lost to the Bills the next week. Yeah. So basically, the Ravens, if they lose this week, they're still playing for the two seed because the Browns could win next uh, the week after and secu- and take it from them because their uh, conference record would be better. Division record, my bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the only teams, like the teams I'd be scared of in the AFC the Ravens, I'd scared of the Bills just
1: about it. Yeah, so the Ravens would definitely be playing their starters if they lose to the Dolphins this week. Yeah. And then they'll fucking smoke us. Yeah. So now we're sitting at
0: 10, bro. There's a chance. We have a chance.
1: (laughs) I'll be rooting. I'll be a hardcore
0: Steelers fan rooting for that game. Just for us to come in and play the Dolphins. (laughs) Lord, fuck me. Let's go ahead and get into. The headlines, uh, first headline is
2: is a sad one for me. Russell Wilson got benched. Nasty work. Um. And I just look, I just saw reports that said
0: Broncos approached Russell Wilson two days after they won over the Chiefs. It's not long ago this has been brewing. And told him, He would be made inactive for the rest of the season if he did not adjust his contract. They got the threat, shocked Russ, and they got into a major dispute on how to proceed.
2: So this has been a thing for a hot minute now. And how do do you feel about this?
1: about Russell Wilson getting benched. I think it's yeah. the most ridiculous thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. Uh, clearly, this is not an on-field benching. I, I, well, it could be, but like Sean Payton, there's a disconnect between Sean Payton and Russell, right? Yeah. And I think Sean Payton's over it. I think he's done. They're going to move on next year. Who's going to
0: take that, though, bro? Who's going to take that contract?
1: Someone might not. So the Broncos might be fucked either way. But to start Stidham when you're still a game out from the playoffs just seems like you don't care about this season and you're ready to just move on from this chapter, right? Yeah. Because as bad as Russell has been, yes, like I said, he's more of a check down guy now. He's not seeing the fielder processing that well. He still has been suitable to win games.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, I don't know I think this is just Sean Payton saying it's over For Russell Wilson
2: <sighs> On yeah. It's
1: Maybe his career
2: <laughs> This is definitely like the, the thing about Russ Is like This is not
0: Sean Payton's quarterback And this is not The new owner's quarterback So It seems like those two are here to stay, so one has to leave. And that's more than likely going to be Russ. Uh Now, I don't know what teams are going to be vying for that. I know I saw, like, there's like, oh, the Steelers could be vying, like, one of the potential teams. We're not going to do that. One, because I don't think we're that stupid. And two, we're not going to spend that kind of money for our offensive player. Let alone after seeing what Russ has done this year, um, I'm a that- Russ fan. You know, big Russ guy, but I would be a dumbass to say that he's played great this year. I mean, seven and eight, you can attribute a lot of those losses to Russ. The late game interceptions are demoralizing. Um, I it just, it's, I think like. I truly, and from what I've seen when he was on the Seahawks to what I've seen now, is I think whoever and whoever installed this in him, I don't know if it was Pete Carroll or what, but, like, I dead-ass think Russ lives in a delusional world. Like, own office, this contract, defenses don't like him when,
2: you know, the team that he plays on, like, it's just like... I mean, when have we ever seen Russ sad? Yeah,
0: (laughs) like it's and you know that could be a quality, a good quality in some teams, but you know, if you are one of the reasons for one of the
2: losses, and you don't even look remorseful, it's super weird. Um, but this is more like this is worse for the organization like this is not a good
0: start for the organization like you are still in you're not eliminated you could still make the playoffs like it's not like absolutely impossible and you're already shutting it down so that tells me that you're trying to get higher draft picks which you know this is this is what this is what this is the kind of shit i asked for though like if you like if you're gonna tell me you're tanking, this is you telling me you're tanking. Thank you for telling me. This is the only team that I've seen tell me they're tanking.
1: <sighs> Maybe it does bring some life, and we're just stupid. And Sean Payton's right. <laughs>
0: but that, that's the that's the issue with that's the only issue that I have. I think Sean Payton, you know, Hall of Fame coach, blah blah blah. Sean Payton is a fucking Nazi. So, I mean, he does
1: whatever he wants.
0: If he doesn't like you, bro, he will. Like you can see it, and I think he is done with Russ. Yeah, I, yeah, I think. And this, this is Sean Payton's own fault. You could have waited a
2: fucking year, and you, you know, the L.A. Chargers is just right there for you, bro. Right <laughs> there for you,
0: but you want you wanted to go get that back. It's not like you weren't making fucking money.
2: Yeah. And you go to the Broncos. Now you have rich owners, so that's good. But still, like, I don't know. I don't even like, you know, do Broncos fans like him? I don't think so. Like, if he was on
0: your team and he was like, say you're a Broncos fan, would you like Sean Payton?
1: Oh, I thought you were talking about Russ. Uh, Sean Payton, I mean... I think there's been some improvement on the team from last year, but at yeah, the same but- time, it, it's been minimal. I said I said in the preseason episode, this wasn't going to be the year to look at for Sean Pete. He doesn't have his personnel. He doesn't have his, um, his players that he wants to make it work. I think he was stuck, as Colin Coward would say, in a marriage with Russell Wilson that he didn't want, and he wants divorce now. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's just how it is. Like, You really cannot expect an NFL or a coach to come in and take you to the promised land the first year, right? Yeah. Now, you can argue that Sean Payton has had a better situation than most. I wouldn't call Russ a horrible QB to start out with. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like you said, Sean Payton is how he is, and if he doesn't like someone, he he's pretty harsh, I would say. And I don't think Russ does well to that type of criticism. So I just don't think it's going to work out. And this is just what it is.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, from when when it's like, it's so weird, because when it's like crunch time in Broncos games, some of the play calls I've seen, I'm like, what the fuck is, what am I
2: looking at? And two, like, I think, I think, Russ, I think there's some cancers on this team.
0: Both of the cancers I like, which is very unfortunate. Russ, I think, is a cancer to a team in this stage of his life right now. And I think Jerry Judy is a cancer to the team. And I think Jerry Judy is going to have to go. Jerry Judy, you know, Russ, Jerry Judy is my first on my trade blog. Russ isn't even my first. Jerry Judy, you can... You can a hundred percent
2: tell Jerry he does not fuck with this team, and the more I'm like looking at this team, like yeah,
0: you know, yeah, I'm a fan of Cortland the Sun. Yeah, I think Cortland the is a is a is a good player.
2: Other than that, like this team kind of ass on the offensive side. Javante has regressed, which I,
0: I you know is understandable for such a serious injury that he has. Or that he had. Jerry Judy clearly isn't your number two. Yeah. And I don't think Marvin Mims can be your number two. Russ has been playing subpar if
2: ass. And the line is ass. So I see why Sean Payton's grumpy, but I don't know who the fuck's gonna take that contract. <laughs> you
0: and if you take if you take that contract. If you're a bad team taking that contract, you're telling me you don't care. Because I would ra- if I'm a bad team, I'd rather suck another year than to take that contract.
2: Because yeah. if I suck, then the people that I'm bringing rust to aren't going to excel. So, Broncos put themselves in a hell hole. The Minners did that shit and bounced. Yeah, no doubt. Lol, completely agree.
0: Good luck, Broncos, bro. Y'all gonna need it. At least, at least the whole you know it's different than like. At least the whole
2: AFC West is booty butt cheeks. Yeah. Out of good showing. No, not I mean, at all.
0: The Raiders. Your quarterback has sixty-two yards, and y'all smoking cigars.
2: Shit to me. Yeah, this uh
1: this next headline i want to spin it a little bit
2: mm-hmm.
1: so the jaguars on a four game skid right
2: mm-hmm.
1: and on the back end of that skid trevor lawrence has been hurt 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 all the way um pretty much in every game he's played since the bengals game right so bengals game he hurt his ankle browns game he tweaked his ankle again um Who'd they play in between the Browns and the Bucks? Uh, Oh, Ravens. Yeah. They play the Ravens,
2: the Jags. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I played the Ravens and then hurt. Now the headline was Trevor Lawrence sprained right AC joint on his right arm and Mm -hmm. his shoulder. Mm -hmm. So that's not good news
2: for them, but I'm at the point with the Jags. Does
1: it even matter? Does it matter yeah. that he's hurt? Because, one, I feel, like, I feel like it's been coaching malpractice from Doug Peterson to play him <clears throat> through the hurt ankle, and now they're possibly going to play him through the fucking hurt shoulder because of that starting record or whatever, right? He's never yeah. missed a game. Like, who gives a fuck? Take, I, hey, take it from a Browns fan who's seen your own franchise destroy your own QB. Just give it a fucking rest. Let him sit out a couple of games and come back healthy. It will save you in the long run. Now, they're in do-or-die games where he is completely torn up. You know what I mean? So how the fuck are they going to finish off the year where they're deadlocked with, like, two other division teams, and he's hurt his right shoulder, which is throwing shoulder, has an AC joint sprain, and his ankle's still not back to normal.
2: Yeah, I mean, like what are we doing? The last 4
0: games, Bengals put 34, on them. <clears throat> Browns put 31 on them. Ravens put 23 on them, and it would have been more if the Jaguars didn't do dog shit. And Buccaneers put 30 on them. Potential four teams have put 30 plus on your team. Crazy. What the fuck are you expecting Trevor Lawrence to do? Yeah. And I mean, you can you can see you can see by these stats, he's trying to do too much. I mean, against the Browns,
2: three TDs, three picks, <laughs> two picks against the fucking Bucks, like.
0: And 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 this is another team. This is another team, just like the Broncos. Where I'm looking at this squad, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? Like they like they were on like a nasty streak and then after they beat the steelers like they got housed the 49ers being 34 to 3. you scored three points in an nfl game bro that is nasty coming from the steelers fan where i scored three points in an nfl game well i didn't score We haven't even scored three points in an NFL game.
1: He's uh no, it it was it was honestly embarrassing what the Buccaneers did to them. And to me I I could see the Panthers beating the Jags this week. I, mean, I we honestly can't. We knew this was gonna happen. Yeah, we picked the Bucks. They haven't given us given us a lot of confidence, but this injury to me doesn't really like yes, it matters, but it's also like who can the Jags beat right now? They're, to me, they've played like one of the worst teams in the league the last four weeks.
0: Jaguars are fucking around and making another Andrew Luck, bro. Yeah. Y'all better stop for this motherfucker leaves or retires. I mean, it's it's leg and shoulder now, bro. And, and you guys, this see, I don't have any sympathy for the Jaguars because they did this shit to themselves, bro. They did. No doubt. This is, this is why you have to... This is why you have to run this broken man out on the field because y'all motherfuckers might lose your spot to the Colts. Yeah. are <laughs> eight and seven. This is your fault. I have no sympathy for these motherfuckers. This is your fault. Yeah, you plenty of time to build a lead. The Colts the Colts should have been spiraling and you should have taken advantage of that after they lost Anthony Richardson. There is no reason that Garnu Minshew should have these motherfuckers eight and
2: seven. Should be nine and six
1: tough uh it's tough out here for them they lose
2: they lose one more of these
0: games they're fucking out
1: i don't think they're uh, they have to lose both i think i don't know that whole is You
0: lose to the panthers bro
1: well yeah but the problem is will the colts or texans win this week because they've lost back to back now you know what i mean the colts had an unforgiving they uh, they fucking lost to the falcons this week who in the AFC South actually deserves to go to the playoffs right now?
2: Exactly. <laughs> <The> Texans <laughs> exactly. had CJ, bro. CJ's been—he should be
0: back this his week, right? brain is fucking scrambled eggs. I hope.
1: <laughs> All right, let's fucking move on. Let's go to Jair Alexander suspended after coin toss mix up.
0: Uh oh, my bad. So are you you were in favor of sitting. Trevor Lawrence.
1: Yeah, when he got his ankle hurt. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm in favor. Fa-
1: and fa- not only, whatever, you play, you face the fucking Colts or something the next week. They played the number one defense in the league with Miles Garrett, Zadarius Smith. Like, what What are we doing?
2: And then you said, fuck it, we running it back, and we have you throw 43
1: times against the Ravens. Yeah, against the number – the Ravens really are the number one defense because their road and home splits aren't so crazy. But you played Trevor Lawrence Hurt through a stretch of the Ravens and Browns defenses. You could argue pretty much the only two elite defenses in the league right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and if you're counting counting the Buccaneers, you've played – after that injury, you played them against three defenses that are mean. These are yeah.
1: nasty motherfuckers. Yeah, and they pressure the QB like no one else. So I, I don't get it. I don't know. Really, his injury list piling up is just on them more than anything else. The franchise itself.
0: Facts, motherfucker, going to end up like that dude on the operation table. Game, bro. Y'all keep fucking around. Y'all gonna lose this guy. Yeah. And and the you're just lucky that he hasn't his head isn't fucked up yet. Once his head gets fucked up, y'all are cooked. Yeah, you're not wrong. And that's how you lose to the Panthers. If you, if you let this man, you let this shit get to his head. Send him to the Steelers, bro. We'll take care of him. Please. I need it. No. <laughs> but, yeah, Jair Alexander suspended after coin toss mix-up. This was just goofy. Uh, Yeah, I see, this is another thing, the same thing with the Russell Wilson benching, like, why? why? Why are you doing this? You guys are still capable of getting into
2: the playoffs. This is a key defensive part.
1: It would have cost them a possession, though. True. So, well, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, to me, it's just like whatever. It didn't cost them, but I get it. You have to kind of put your foot down. I don't know. Just an interesting situation. Something we haven't seen before. Yeah, I guess it really wasn't putting your foot down, was it? <laughs> hey, he yeah. knows. Malafore knows. We need to win these next two games. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: yeah. Some it's just like at the end at the end of the fucking season is and I keep forgetting this. At the end of the season is when teams start getting goofy. And this is when this is one of them. Same thing with the Broncos. I, I'm I'm just waiting to get the news that fucking um, Jameis Winston starting. It's just all goofy, bro. Speaking of that, we're going to move to the next one. Tyrod Taylor and Jacoby Brissett are starters for Week 17 for their respective teams. Tyrod Taylor is starting over benched Tommy DeVito for the Giants. And Jacoby Brissett is starting over benched Sam Howell for the Commanders. Listen, I'm not going to
1: say... I'm not going to sit here and say we actively said these two should have been the starters the entire time. Once Daniel Jones got hurt, I think it was pretty obvious Tyrod should have been in instead of DeVito. And then this is just me personally, and I'm sure I've said this on the
2: podcast before. I'm not paying Jacoby
1: Brissett $8 million to sit on my bench. Yeah. i are not doing it. If you're going to pay a guy $8 million to sit on your bench, I mean, that's by far and away the highest contract for a backup QB in this entire league. Yeah. Shout out Stefanski for getting that man paid to do nothing. But now, so I thought Jacoby should have started the entire year for them. He's clearly the better pro than Sam Howell. I understand seeing what you have in him, but you should let Jacoby start out and then let him Nose dive the season before you throw in Howe and see what he has, right? Yeah. But they didn't do that. They're doing the complete fucking opposite. They're doing Sam Howe, and then the season's already lost now, okay? They played their way into a top-five pick. Now we're going to put in the guy that can actually win football games? So Ron Rivera needs to just pack his shit up and get the fuck out of town.
2: Because Ron Fair yeah.
1: does this every year. I swear to God. They start out decent, and then they suck the middle of the way, close to the end, and then they win their last, like, three games. Isn't that his fucking MO? But you know what that's going to do this year? It's just going to give them a lower draft
2: pick. Yeah, I mean. Pack it up. I mean, like, and this is this is the
0: issue with. And this is what pissed me off about Steelers signing Mitch to the fucking money. And you're, you know, I have people coming up to me asking me, why hasn't, you know, why didn't you, why didn't they give Mason a chance? Why had, why is it taking this long to start Mason? You guys realize how much we gave Mitch, right? Like, he would, he was going to play multiple games. Yeah. You were going to get your quote unquote money's worth of that contract. It's just we put in Mason now because Mitch has been so ass that we couldn't keep rolling out with that. But um, you know the Giants got Giants got good payroll. They got the, you know they got some good revenue off that Tommy DeVito bullshit. Um,
2: shout out my Italians. <laughs> um, but that dude's ass. So. I mean, this is—I guess—the this is just like
0: auditions, I guess, for these guys to find new homes. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, um, you know, my you know, Reed has more repertoire with him than I do, but I think Jacoby Brissett is a fine, serviceable quarterback that will win you games. Um, he won't do anything to lose games that you should win.
2: That's, yeah. the, that's the guess. good thing about him, he don't do too much.
1: He's so gonna he make find enough plays. Finds the open
2: wide receiver and throws it to him. But you know, yeah, I mean, Ron Rivera. I hope I hope he gets fired. Um, the only thing is,
0: if you so, if you're the Commanders organization, do you just clean house? You just fire Ron and get rid of the enemy?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Well maybe not be enemy, but I'm hundred percent getting rid of the fucking idiot who's running the team as the head coach. But do you, like but you don't are you going to promote being enemy? I don't have an issue with that. I give him a shot, but I mean I I would probably go along the lines and get a young coach. Change the culture a bit. Hey, these old oh. guys are wavering in this league
0: yeah the only issue with that is which i think is why B enemy is gonna leave or they're gonna like have him leave because all the young coaches that come in are all are mostly offensive coaches so yeah there's really no need for B enemy at that point he's probably gonna bounce to another team which is unfortunate i think B enemy still deserves a head coaching job uh, but Honestly, I mean, the pieces are all here for the commanders. It's just like that, that's that's how hard that's how people truly do not understand how hard it is to get the right guy for QB. Like, right. I think Sam Howell can be good, but like, Sam
2: Howell's not going to win you divisions and win you playoff games. Yeah, no. <sighs> but, all right. Two teams that are out of the
0: playoffs, so I don't really give a fuck.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I said, and, they both
1: started too late is what happened. So.
0: And that's just unfortunate. Tyra Taylor is going to go against the Rams, who need to win to get a playoff spot, so they're going to fucking blow them out. And the they <laughs> <laughs> are going against the 49ers, who so need to keep their number one spot since they lost and got in Bear, so they're going to blow
2: them the fuck out. It's going to be something. <laughs> unfortunate. Uh, another injury uh,
0: occurred to T.J. Hawkinson torn ACL and MCL. Um, T.J. Hawkinson is top three tight end um, from the Isles of Iowa tight end factory. Um, this is terrible news for, I mean, the Vikings. I think at this point, if you're a Viking, like if you, this is your team,
2: we're shutting it down, bro i just i just i mean there was hope my qb threw four picks when we
0: only lost by six but if you were to make any noise you need tj Hawkinson to do it um i i don't know how long it's going to take for him to get back i mean losing this injury this i mean the season and the injury getting this so late in the season is going to be detrimental for next year Um, so I don't know when he's going to come back. I don't know the timetable on that. I mean, it took Kyler Murray a long time to come back, let alone a tight end, especially one as great as Hawkinson with how he runs routes and stuff. It's going to be tough. Um, so whoever, you know, if they bring back Kirk or whoever will be the quarterback for the Vikings are going to be without the,
2: um, known security blanket. So that's going to be ass.
1: I mean, this injury sucks for Hawkinson. Obviously, the recovery is not easy. But I mean, this is just another reason, like you said, to just shut it down. Basically, their season is just probably over. They lost their main target, minus Jefferson, and Addison got hurt too, didn't he? Yeah. Is he is he fine though?
0: Uh, yeah, I think
2: he's fine.
1: But yeah, he's yeah, fine. but Jesus, I mean, this is went from bad to
2: worse for the Vikings. Yeah, it, it. how many teams, bro, have, like, they started off,
0: um, they started, like, how many teams started off hot climbing up the cliff and then they just fucking took a nosedive? Yep,
1: yeah, that, that always happens in the NFL,
2: though. It's just all, it's just all things that have happened at the same time. <laughs> like, this week, just, alright, Journeyman
0: QBs are starting, fucking Russ getting benched. Like, it's it's just two packs of ass out there. I just really hope, you know, if anything comes out of the rest of this year, I just really hope
2: Ron Rivera never gets a job again. Please. Do me a solid here. Look at the tape. Look at the records. Look at the defenses. Look at the morales. It's ass. Please fire one. But last one, Kareem Jackson
0: got picked up by the Texans. Uh, he was kicked off the Broncos um, for playing tough nose football, as they say, with all his unnecessary roughnesses and late hits, and the Texans picked him up. Um, I still think he is a good enough safety to play in this league. Um, I don't know.
2: If he's going to change his play style he kind of has to but it's you know stuff like that's always going to be tricky um but
0: the fact that he got picked up uh fairly fairly quickly shows that he still has you know an nfl caliber to be a safety in the league
2: i guess you just ask him to tone it down i don't know it's tough asking someone to not play how they play. I think that's only going to further hinder their play.
1: Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't know. The Texans get a solid safety when they really have no depth there. But other than that, this news is pretty irrelevant. Texans, if they don't get Stroud back, they're going to miss the playoffs anyway.
2: Yeah. So I see it. But yeah those are our headlines um i know we
0: saw uh kyle hamilton go down with the knee injury but uh the ravens are optimistic about that i don't think he hurt anything in his knee too much so i think he'll be back if if he misses this week he misses this week but i don't think he'll miss um the playoffs so that's that's good for the ravens um kyle hamilton has definitely been way better than advertised in his rookie year yeah he's so. been amazing
2: his rookie, it was two packs of ass. You ready for these picks? Uh,
1: yeah. What what, what,
2: is, what? what am
0: I? What am I what
1: am you are one forty-five and ninety-five. I'm on one fifty-one and eighty-nine. You are down six.
0: Oh my god!
1: You have two weeks to make up for it. Well, I guess you have the playoffs too. But
2: and who did I lose on? I thought I thought I'd be up up. Uh, they no, last week hurt you. you bad. Um, this
1: this week we tied. It was ten and six, ten and six. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't lose any. It's the same as what it was the week before. Yeah. Six, down I th- six. I thought
0: I'd be at least be up from that Dolphins, but
1: no, no, no. Because I picked the Patriots. Oh my god. <laughs> Those, Those are the only two of the games
0: that have lost to the fucking Patriots. Those man. are the only
1: two games that we yeah. pick different. <laughs> All right, let's get into these picks. We got the best team in football, prime time on Thursday night, Jets at the Browns. The Browns are seven and a half point favorites in this game. Who do you have?
2: Um, do I do it, bro? Do
1: I pick Trevor Simeon? Nasty. <laughs> hey, if you want to go down more points, do it. It's all you. I mean, I have to make these decisions though to at least try to come back. But you gotta split it up in weeks. You gotta pick, you gotta pick some more like sneaky games, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, but down down the stretch of like the last weeks, I kind of figure out which teams are which.
0: Cause Plus, your Browns...
2: agenda is not going to let you pick the Lions over the Cowboys, is it?
1: Um, no. Not it's at not... home. There's <laughs> no way. If the Cowboys were on the road, probably, but not not at home. Yeah.
2: The Cowboys are so bad on the road. It's so weird. <sighs> Man. I'm going to pick the Jets. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick the Jets. Starting Next. off 1-0
0: and on Thursday, heading into Saturday.
1: I could see them dropping this game, but at the same time, the Browns have been a clear top five team at home compared to away, and they play a Trevor Simeon team with the number one defense. So I, I just don't see it happening. Which is like- why the Jets are going to win, bro. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if it's the Browns. We have a chance to clinch playoff at home for the first time in years, and we dropped it to the Jets. It wouldn't be surprising to me. Uh, next game, Saturday night at 8.15, we got the Lions and the Cowboys, or at the Cowboys. The Cowboys are six-point favorites. I guess you're There's picking the only Cowboys.
0: only one fucking Saturday game. We've had That's a lot of Saturday games the last three weeks. I know, but only one this week? Crazy. Yeah, I'm picking the Cowboys. <sighs> So I pick the Lions, bro?
1: Oh Do it. My God, man. Oh, my God. If you yeah. pick the Lions here, we'll split these first two games, in my opinion. Neither of us are going 2-0 on those. I think we'll split.
0: <laughs> or I could go 0-2. I could very well go 0-2. I mean, yeah, I you work-
1: You're picking a six-point dog and a seven-and-a-half-point dog <laughs> on the road.
0: Lion Ly- the Cowboys is six and a half?
1: Uh six.
0: Oh my god. I'm picking the Cowboys, bro. <laughs> I mean the Lions law only one by six against a team that threw four
2: picks, and the Cowboys really only lost to a kicker. Yeah. No doubt. If you were, I mean,
1: if you were to take the just the money line straight on both of those first two games, the Jets and the Lions, you'd be at plus ten ninety one for just those two.
0: Oh my God, dude! I might throw a twenty ball on that <laughs> <laughs> just for funsies, bro. All
1: right, the first Sunday game. Am I going to do it again? The Patriots at the Bills. The Bills are thirteen point favorites. Bills play down to competition, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them on this game.
2: Yeah, I'm going to pick the Bills. Uh, the Bills
0: should try to flex their muscles and smack the Patriots, but we know that's
1: not how that's going to go. Yeah, I mean, the one thing the the Patriots could get away with in Denver is that Denver has no firepower. The Bills can score any moment, so yeah. I don't think they'll be able to keep up. It, it'll be close most of the game, I think, but... um, But, yeah, I think the Bills will probably... Just do enough to win. Uh, let's go, oh my God, this game's going to be a nightmare for us picking. Falcons at the Bears. The Bears are three point favorites. this this game has the potential to be 17 to 13 at the end of it. 17 to 14, something like that. um I think I've been wrong about the bears. Well, I was wrong last week. I picked the Cardinals. Oh wait, it's gonna be cold in Chicago. Falcons are a dome team; they're playing away. I'm picking the Bears. I'm not making this harder than it has to be. See, I'm gonna do
0: reverse psychology here. Oh. I'm gonna pick the Falcons. So this 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 is this is my perfect. You know what I mean? This is my perfect situation here. This is game is elite for me, right? The Bears could beat the Falcons, and I could potentially see. Like if the Bears beat the Falcons by like 10 or more, we hope Arthur Smith gets fired, right? If the Falcons win, it would further the Bears thinking into needing the draft Caleb Williams and they let go of Justin Fields. We did see the picture of Justin Fields with George Pickens. I'm just saying, I'm just saying oh my god um, and justin fields has ha, does follow Jake, you know gp has been liking the picks i'm just saying i'm just saying gp's doing a lot of tampering for your boy and i appreciate that we're picking the falcons here justin fields come home
1: nasty come all home. right let's go to the raiders at the colts colts are three and a half point favorites
2: Raiders uh, just came off a big win.
1: Colts just came off a big loss. This is actually a
2: tricky game.
0: I'm going to pick the Colts uh, because the Raiders should not have won that game at all. You can't, you know, the, if it wasn't for two defensive touchdowns, the Chiefs would have won the game because the Raiders did absolutely nothing with the ball offensively.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm picking the Colts. <clears to> the game. <throat> um, just not enough offense from the Raiders. Just just nothing there. I mean, if the Colts your, star,
0: your star wide receiver got one catch.
1: Yeah, he almost fucked me in fantasy, but luckily I still end up winning. I don't know how, but yeah, I'm going Colts. Just they'll be able to score when they need to. The Raiders won't. That's the difference in this game, in my opinion. Uh, let's go to the Rams at the Giants. The Rams are only four and a half point favorites on the road, but... I feel like the Rams have played a lot of one o'clock games.
2: Yeah. On the yeah, East Coast. Like my East God. Coast, yeah. Well
1: last time I doubted them, they kept up with the Ravens, so I'm gonna go Rams all the way in this game.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm gonna go Rams. I see them winning by ten or more. Uh I think the Giants are just in a hellhole and I feel sorry for Tyrod Taylor. I think he's gonna get fucking smoked in this game. Um Yeah. Shout out Rams. They're gonna be the Sixth that is my
1: prediction. All right, let's go to the Cardinals at the Eagles. The Eagles are 10.5-point favorites.
0: <clears throat> what is up with all these fucking, you know, you you got to play a fucking great defense. The Steelers have to play the fucking Seahawks. And the goddamn, you know, these fucking top teams, 49ers get to play the Commanders. The Eagles get to play the fucking Cardinals. The Jaguars get to play the Panthers. Like, what yeah. the fuck what, what, what is going on here?
1: Yeah, I don't know. The Cardinals are not a good team, so I'm going to say on the road they're not beating the Eagles.
0: Yeah, I mean, for all the shit that I talked about to the Lions, the Eagles only won by eight (laughs) to the fucking Giants. Yeah. The Giants put up 25 points, you know what I mean? So. It could it could be a sneaky like good game. If I think Eagles, it will be.
1: The Cardinals will be able to move the football. I just don't know if they'll be able to capitalize. That's been yeah. their biggest issue. So Eagles, um
2: Don't fuck around, bro. Cardinals could Cardinals could smacking them out for like the first two
0: quarters. Um but I think the Cardinals are realizing that they cannot win any more games if they want Marvin Harrison, so they will start losing games.
1: All right, let's go to the let's go to the Saints at the Buccaneers. I'm pretty sure this is for the one spot or for the division lead. Uh, Tampa Bay is two and a half point favorites after that blowout win against the Jags last week. Uh,
2: I'm gonna yeah. pick the Buccaneers. I'm rolling with it,
1: man. I'm I'm also picking the Buccaneers, but I've seen this before with Baker. Where he gives everyone hope and then loses a game he shouldn't lose. So I'm gonna pick the Buccaneers, but I would not be surprised if the Saints win this game on the road. I think we see Jameis Winston this week.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, think we I think I think it's about that time. I don't hate
1: that. It's still nasty. I don't hate it though. <laughs> uh let's go to the 49ers at the Commanders. Ugh. 49ers, I think the game will be a lot closer than what people think, though. I'm surprised this is a 1 o'clock game. Yeah, weird. Weird. Coming all the way to the East Coast for this. Yeah, the 49ers, I think, are going to absolutely be fucking smart. What's what's the spread? 13.
0: Oh, my God. 13 in a way? Is so, so at home.
1: At home, they'd almost be a 17-point favorite.
0: That is so <laughs> disrespectful, bro. A shot of Man. And Jacoby, you're starting against the 49ers. yeah 49ers are going to smoke the commanders bro i think the commanders don't give a fuck about this team anymore ron rivera will probably get fired at the end of the year if not after this game
2: um the 49ers are going to come in mad as fuck
1: so (laughs) fuck the Uh, commanders i guess (laughs) I don't know why this next game is calling my name, but the Panthers at the Jaguars. The Jaguars are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Dude, don't pick the Panthers. What the fuck are you doing? If, um, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, I'm picking the Panthers, but I don't have that luxury right now, so I'm going to pick the Jags. You,
0: you don't think C.J. Beathard can win the game?
1: No. And C.J. uh, um,
0: 45 minutes ago, C.J. Beathard begins Week 17 prep with first team.
1: Fuck me, man. Bryce Young has played well the last two weeks, so.
2: Beathard has took four reps with the first team offense at Wednesday's practice. I'm picking the Panthers. Panthers, put me down.
1: I I mean, I might have to go Panthers after you said that. (laughs) CJ Beathard? (laughs) Oh, man. All right.
0: Let's see. Let's see my bankroll right now, bro. If I did the Jets, Lions, and the Panthers, oh my god, that is plus four thousand and fifteen. Yeah. If I put ten on that, I would make four
1: hundred dollars. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm. I'm because you said CJ is getting the first team reps. I'm gonna go Panthers. I don't care if Trevor plays. This game will still be close. Yeah. Alright, let's go to the Dolphins at the
2: Ravens. Ravens are three and a half point favorites. I am picking the Ravens.
0: You're not trying to go pick the Dolphins for an agenda?
1: No, 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 no. My agenda, I need the Dolphins to win, but at the same time I just don't see it happening. So As
0: I was gonna say cooked. you said you said they could lose two games.
1: It's cooked. I picked the 49ers last week. I'm picking the fucking Ravens this week. i trying um, to reverse psychology. It. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the L on the picks just to get them to lose. You're in a message to him? They're
0: calling you a bum. They're calling you short stack. How are you going to respond?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Michael Irvin's a goat. Oh, God, man.
0: Thank God we didn't have to talk about AB because he's not in the NFL. Um. Uh, after he was doing none that clapback shit at fucking Michael Irving God, that man needs help The Ravens or the Dolphins, man <sighs> See, for my agenda, I need the This is my My agenda is such a pussy agenda But I need the Ravens to win So they play their backups God That is, that right. is I'm such a giant shit I'm yeah. such a bitch, bro <laughs> Oh my god But I So you're Ravens? Everything we talked about on this podcast, I should pick Ravens, man. I just literally unpacked the Dolphins, bro. I should, be, <laughs> I should be a D coordinator. Oh man, this is I feel like this is a trap game. There's always that one game. It's either gonna be this game or it's gonna be the Lions and Cowboys
2: game.
1: Yeah, it's one of the two best games. Someone always loses as the favorite. And at
2: the Ravens too, bro. Oh, oh, we're all the, we're audible in here. Hold on, one second. Hold on a second.
0: Let's go ahead and look at this Baltimore weather. Oh. Forty-six. <laughs> Ten mile per hour wind. Yeah, we going
2: fucking Ravens. Ravens, we're going Ravens. Weatherman Glasgow says we're going Ravens. All right, Ravens, all right, right for the Dolphins to fucking win.
1: Uh, Let's go do the Titans at the Texans. Texans are five point favorites, and if I believe so, I'm pretty sure Straub will be back this week. Um, I'm going to go Texans. I mean, fucking. If they lose to the Titans without uh, Will Levis, I think they're fried. CJ Stroud returns to Texans practice
0: in phase four of the concussion protocol. He must have gotten smoked, bro. I do not remember him getting smoked like that. Damn, right when he said he was smart on the field, too, bro. He might be a dumbass after this. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Texans as well. Um you need to go ahead and take the out and go get a good draft pick <laughs> while they build. I mean, you have your quarterback, so I think I think uh, I think they'll be fine. But yeah. Texans need to continue this crazy race for the AOC South.
1: All right, let's go to the Steelers at the Seahawks. The first four o'clock
2: game. The Seahawks are three and a half point favorites at home. Seahawks, Seahawks, and, and Steelers. Yeah. Are they gonna? Are the Steelers gonna
0: do
1: this to me? Are
0: they gonna give me hope?
1: I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. This game will be excusable if they lose it.
2: Are the Steelers gonna give me hope, thinking I could win my money. I will say Devin Bush and Artie Burns are starting for the Seahawks. Oof. <sighs> I mean, if Mason
0: plays, bro. <laughs> if we lose this game, we're eliminated from the playoffs. So. Uh,
2: I'm going to go Steelers on this one. Two eight and 8-7 teams. Obviously, one's better than the other. But what I've
0: seen from the Seahawks, the Seahawks are beatable. and
2: They are. You're not wrong.
0: We just need to talk some shit and get DK uh, ejected from the game and
1: I think we'll be fine. That's my only right. hope. Let's go to the Chargers at the Broncos. The Broncos just made a QB change, and they're three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. I'm picking the Broncos.
2: Uh, <laughs>
1: Jared Stidham versus Easton Stick. You're picking the Broncos? Yeah, I'm picking the Broncos just because they're at home. If the Chargers were at home, I'd probably pick them.
0: Uh, I'm going to pick the Chargers. Um, this will be the first time for Jared Stidham. Uh, I think I think the turmoil in the Broncos is worse than the turmoil in the Chargers. Chargers already got rid of their turmoil. Staley's fired, so I think the Broncos are doing worse. So I'm going to go Chargers.
1: Uh, let's go to what would have been a great game at the end of the year, the Bengals at the Chiefs. Chiefs are seven-point favorites. Yeah, both of these
2: teams are in hell.
1: Yeah, I really don't know what to pick in this game. (laughs) I think the Bengals' offense is actually better than the Chiefs, but the Chiefs' defense is better than the Bengals'.
0: Yeah, I mean, all things considering with the Bengals losing, I mean, with the
2: Chiefs' right, losing to the Raiders, The Chiefs' defense was fucking phenomenal. Um, Bengals got the Bengals got hosed last week. (laughs) If there's
1: anything I've seen from the past years, the the Bengals have owned the Chiefs, but
0: that was Joe Burrow.
1: I'm good. Yeah, I'm picking the Chiefs. Joe Burrow's not there, so I'm picking the Chiefs
0: solely because the Steelers put 34 on the Bengals. That is our first thirty-point game of the season. Yes, our third, our first thirty-point game of the season. I know it's week seventeen. Don't need to remind me. So, the Bengals defense is two packs of
2: ass. (laughs) All right, let's segue to the Sunday night football game: Packers at the Vikings. Man,
0: this has this has the potential, guys. Guys, this has the potential to be the absolute worst game of the fucking week. This could
2: get nasty. Uh, I'm going to pick the Packers. I literally just watched Nick Mullins throw four picks. So. I'm going to pick the Packers. Uh, I think they get this dub
0: without
1: Jair Alexander. Yeah, I don't think Jair really makes that much of a difference with Nick Mullins throwing the ball. I'm gonna go Packers. I'll put money on Jordan Love instead of Nick Mullins any day of the week. I, I see
2: Jalen Reed comes back.
1: Both teams are ass. It is what it is. Damn,
2: what happened to
0: your Packers agenda?
1: Packers are weird, bro. They'll show up one day a week and look like the worst team the next. So
2: Yeah, they, almost, they only let the Panthers
1: score 30 on them. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> their, their defense is definitely overrated. So I expect the Vikings to move the ball. This is another, like, 30 to 27 type of game. Yeah, should be interesting. Uh
0: Vikings are without Hawkinson, so we'll have to see how they move accordingly. But, yeah, the Packers should get this win. Uh, I think it will make the playoffs more, the playoff race more interesting um, for the end of the wild card. But that was episode 17, guys. Uh, make sure you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify Podcasts. Week 18 will be the last, so episode 18 will be the last of the regular season, and then it'll be in the playoff talk. Um, unless something crazy happens, the playoffs should be shorter episodes because there'll be a lot less to talk about in the, in the um, for the picks. Um, hopefully these games are good, so we can still have some noteworthy games to talk about, but these episodes will be uh, lesser, unless, like I said, something crazy happens. Um, but thanks again, guys, for listening. Like I, like I will say for every episode, uh, next season will be on camera and we will be on YouTube and we will still drop the audio on Apple podcasts and Spotify podcasts, but this will be tweeted out tomorrow. Um, this should drop, um, into if anybody make sure you guys have your notifications on and, you know, the automatic downloads. Because this will probably be out by like six today. But for the people that don't have the automatic downloads, the tweet will come out tomorrow for you guys to listen. So keep listening, keep liking, keep rating the podcast. Give us five stars and all that. And we'll be tweeting out tomorrow for our parlay. Um this shit's gonna this we're gonna heavily rely on Reed here for any of the Browns players, cause Lord help this parlay. I'm I'm hoping it hits. We we you know we got shot on for the last one. Missed it by three yards. Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) Thanks again, guys, for listening. That was episode seventeen, and we are out. Peace.